Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake uh, Jake hanging out with you with our good uh, down here with our good friends at Built Bar. Uh, we've got some great deals going on for uh, Zone listeners. Go to BuiltBar.com, and you can uh, find out what they're all about. Uh, but uh, let me uh, – uh, healthy bars, Gordon. And Gordon Monson uh, joins us uh, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. Uh, healthy but also delicious. Yes. And what's a better combination than that? I know I, I I know you're a big protein bar guy, and you you uh, enjoy choking down those uh, cardboard flavored other guys bars. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know do I. <laughs> you might as well you might as well have it taste good. Uh, so many creative flavors. Uh, you should see the the kind of sample wall they have down here, Gordon. Oh, they they Are got you, everything. Uh, have you been partaking? Uh, yeah, I've had a few. Yeah, I've had a few. I uh, have as the, well. And, uh, uh, what's your go-to I, flavor right now? Man, I like them all. I haven't tasted one. I've, I've tried like six different. How many are there, by the way? Oh, man, I, 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 I couldn't even tell you. Like, I, I think I've tried uh, six Over 20. Yeah. 20? Oh, man, i got still work to do. That's, I've that's done my, like seven. That's my estimate looking at the wall. Uh, and there's other stuff, too. Like, uh, and uh, We'll talk to Brenna about this a little bit later. But I'm looking at uh, Built Broth, which I thought was such a cool concept. Uh, I know you uh, fancy yourself a uh, 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 chef, Gordon, but there's broth in a lot of stuff. We're putting broth, broth in everything huh? these days. Yeah, it's kind of really so creative. How does but that uh, work? Uh, what? How does what work? The broth. Yeah. Oh, I think you boil the water and you dump it in, Gordon. I don't think it's <laughs> rocket science. I know, but with, what do you mean? How do you do it? I mean, can you just, uh, does the broth come in the same flavors as the bars do? No, you don't want a, a mint brownie broth. What are you talking <laughs> about? It's like a chicken or a beef broth. Oh, I thought I could have it. Never mind. Oh, man. You, right. you really think you would have been a great chef, huh? I think I could have, man. Creativity is my strong suit. When you when you figure out how to do a, a mint uh, edible mint chocolate brownie uh, broth, you let me know. You you, you holler at maybe me. it's maybe it's better that we allow the experts. Uh, yeah, to, that's probably a good that. idea. Uh, but it, you know they have the bites if you're looking for just a pick me up. I mean there's there's a variety of different stuff. It's it's really uh, really cool, and uh, you know if we, Gordon, if you've got that active lifestyle, it it fits right into it. So we'll be talking about it throughout the show. But go to builtbar.com, and uh, actually if you use the promo code Zone while you're there, you'll get all sorts of extra deals. So builtbar.com. Uh, Gordon, how you doing? It's it's snowy out there uh, today. It is snowy so. out there. I've been out on the road today and uh yeah i made it through just fine but we hope everybody stays uh 
safe and travels. How how is the Ferrari in the snow? Because that's that's uh, rear wheel drive, right? No, I took uh, I took the truck. You took the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> left the left the Ferrari at home. Uh, okay. Took the truck and uh, it was it was it managed just fine. Thing. Didn't go with the Porsche. Uh, no. I considered it, but didn't. Uh, and then, and then my wife said, "Take the other car," and I said, "No, uh, I'll take the truck." So I did. Got it taken care of. Yep. Went and chopped All down the Christmas well. tree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everybody has their Christmas tree up by now, don't they? I mean. I, this is about the time I used to put it up, but uh, then everybody in my family got mad at me because they said, man, the Christmas season starts earlier than that. So uh, so we went and got it earlier, and uh, my wife informed me today that she thinks the tree has stopped drinking water. Oh, yeah, I'm, here, I'm pretty here. I'm pretty sure my, our tree is dead, which I, I warned my wife about, by the way, because I've, I've told you this before, Gordon. We have the anti-green thumb in our house. We, we can't grow anything. Uh, and uh, we cut our tree super early, like before Thanksgiving. I was like, you know, this is the remember last year when uh, when the tree was a significant fire hazard uh, by the time Christmas Day arrived. <laughs> Oh, it'll be fine. We, you know, we did it wrong last time. It'll be good this time. Oh yeah, it's 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 on its way to uh, to not, not drinking being safe. anymore, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That that is an indicator that you've had it up for a little bit. But uh, you know, yeah. By the by, the time Christmas comes around, it's kind of like you got your Christmas lights uh, all adorned on a gas can. Yeah, it's not good. That gas can you were pouring in pouring gas all over yesterday. I, I did pour gas all over myself yesterday. That did happen. So yeah, good times. Well, uh, anyway. But you you having a good day, Gordon? Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a productive day for me. I've been working hard, right, and 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 uh, got some projects going. And uh, I had a doctor's appointment this morning, so I went. Uh, to my doctor, I think Austin had a doctor's appointment today too. But uh, is anyway, the, is the uh, blood flowing again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything checked out. Uh, but uh, but I got to say that those health workers out there who are working, who always work hard in all conditions, those ones out there working now, man, I, I just got to tip the cap to those folks because, you know, they're busy these days, Jake, and they're helping people in a major way. So just uh, thought I'd give a shout out to all the health workers. Well, there you go. I, I agree with you. Uh, Gordon, can I, can I tell one uh, quick uh, thing I'm appreciative of, uh, and then we'll dive into the sports news of the day? Is it, did something happen today? Oh, no, this is a positive thing. But something that I – okay, so there are many benefits to being uh, the spouse of an attorney. Uh, and like, you know, many, many good things, but I discovered, uh, I discovered a random new one. It's actually really great to be married to an attorney for a very specific reason during COVID-19, believe it or not. You ready for this? Okay. So, uh, attorneys have to do, they call these things CLE credits. It's like a continuing education kind of thing where you, you take seminars or whatever, you know, continue to home, uh, hone your craft. Well, uh, they, they're not doing a whole lot of those in person anymore, but they still have to be done, right? So they're doing them all online. Well, usually those seminars come with some sort of lunch, right? So what have they decided to do, uh, Gordon? Um, you know, do like a, a credit to DoorDash so you can get whatever you want for lunch, and it, it comes right to, uh, right to your front uh, porch, right? 
Huh? Yeah. Well, I I don't know what kind of uh, attorneys are going to these seminars, but they give them like forty dollars a day for lunch at, at DoorDash. So uh, I have been the beneficiary of uh, some great lunches this week, which has been <laughs> terrific. And and I had a just giant chicken fried steak today, delivered right to my front door, and it was incredible, wow. incredible. Ooh. What a time chicken to be alive! Fried chicken fried steak right on the front patio. That's how. That's how you make uh, a, a snowy day a good one, right there, buddy. What were you eating with it? Uh, uh, eggs, hash browns, and I think that was it. It came with pancakes, but I was too full. <laughs> and you can you can pack food away pretty good, can't you? Uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, sometimes, uh, but I'll tell you this, if it weren't, uh, the case where, um, you know, I had the time to have a full chicken fried steak, uh, lunch, I probably could get the protein right here in this one built bar. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, take advantage of it. Uh, all right, Gordon, we have a lot to do today. Of course, um, we're going to talk a lot of Utah Jazz basketball. We'll get started here uh, coming up in the split story of the day. Uh, we'll talk a lot of college football, as we often do. Uh, my Raiders are in action, uh, a, a little Thursday night showdown. Gordon? Do you feel good about the way you're claiming uh, possession of the Raiders? Yeah, I feel fine about really, it. Why wouldn't you're I? Really, because you're a Johnny-come-lately. Oh, so? Uh, I, I'm coming because they're close. We have never had an NFL football team this close to Salt Lake. And we're kind of sister cities in a weird way with Vegas. <laughs> oh, are we now? Ah, yeah, I, absolutely. Well, I know that a lot of people who live around our neighbors like to go to Vegas to, uh, to uh, you know, to, well, uh, whatever yeah, they do there and, and to be entertained. And uh, But sister cities, that might be taken a little bit too far. Absolutely. Sister cities. Uh, I'm on Why? board. Because they have I'm... so much in common? Uh, we're close. We have similar similar uh, um, cultural backgrounds as far as founding goes, right? Oh, that founded. is true. That is it was, true. Wasn't it founded by uh, folks who went down that way from Utah? Isn't that a thing? I, be I believe so, yeah. Yeah. See? See? We got a lot in common. So I'm on board. Plus, we're the home of the Raiders. Uh, we're, we're Utah's home of the Raiders. That's right. And I, I can't really accuse you of that because I've, I've jumped aboard that thing a little bit. Uh, Here we are. Uh, Go Raiders. I wish yeah. they had a better defense. <laughs> How do you like their coach? <laughs> Gruden's been better than I thought he would be. And the reason is that you, why did you think he wouldn't be good? Oh, because he's been on the shelf for so long. Oh, well, he's uh, he's not he's still a fairly young man, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, how long was he doing Monday Night Football? Wasn't it like 15 years? Is it that long? Wow. I think so. Well, I don't think he just forgot everything he knew. Right, right, right. As was the case with Herm Edwards, and they got hired at kind of the same time. And Herm's been really good, and Gruden's been fine. He certainly won more games than I thought he would. Came in and kind of wrecked shop, you know, trading, uh, making big moves and stuff like that. Feel, felt a little extreme. Then they hired Mike Mayock, and it just felt like, who's next, Ted Koppel? I mean, how many people are you going to pull off television? <laughs> Ted Koppel. Is Ted still around? I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Johnny? Is he with us? You, you know Ted? Are you a fan of Ted? Uh, I don't know. But uh, the Raiders do play tonight, so that's pretty cool. The Jazz play tonight and the Raiders play tonight. Maybe I'll have a little split screen going in the there Zone Sports uh, studios. Sounds good to me. All right. Should we talk a little basketball, Gordon? Should we Let's get things started? That. 
All right, uh, Austin, uh, hit it. Let's get to the sports story. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. What are you? What, what's going on with Rudy Gobert and his extension and all that? Yeah, so I don't have precise contract figures. I have been told that he did not ask for the full Supermax. I know there's been some reporting in Utah that he did. I've been told that is that is not true, that he did not ask for uh, the full Supermax. I don't know what neighborhood the Jazz are in. Um, I, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a gulf there and, you know, we will see if it, uh, if, if that gap is closed before the extension deadline, before the supermax extension deadline, uh, he can also do a lesser extension during the season. You know, Gobert is, is saying the right things. He's basically saying, look, I'm just going to focus on basketball. I'm excited about the season. I will say this though, if, if there's not a commitment from the franchise and, and, in terms of that nine-figure extension going into the season, I think that is reason for, if not concern, at least a- awareness there. I think if he doesn't get extended, there will be a handful of teams that will line up ready to pay him the max. So the Jazz should know that, mm-hmm. and they should operate that way. And um, if they want to haggle on certain aspects of the contract, but I don't think they're getting, and they're, you know, okay, it's not the super max, but I don't think they're getting away without giving him the max. All right, there you go. That's some sound from Tim McMahon, followed by Brian Windhorst on the Brian Windhorst podcast, talking about Ru- Rudy Gobert and his negotiation with the Utah Jazz. And it's it's an issue or a subject, Gordon. There has been really, and this is typical Jazz, of course, but very little info that has come out about it. And um, you heard uh, you heard Tim right there, kind of uh, refuting some reports that were circling yesterday that Rudy had uh, dug in his heels on the Supermax deal. Apparently, that is not uh, not the case, uh, according to Tim McMahon of ESPN, who is very good. So, I have no reason to uh, to doubt his reporting. Uh, but this is a this is a really big story uh, facing the Utah Jazz right now. Certainly, the biggest. You know, do they? Uh, come to uh, an agreement with one of their franchise pillars and move forward with the Donovan Rudy tandem, or can they not come together? And are the jazz, uh, you know, I agree with you that if they cannot uh, come to an agreement that the jazz have to seriously consider moving Rudy Gobert. I mean, these are, these are big time future altering decisions facing this franchise right now. No doubt about everything you said there. And that's interesting that if they're going to, come to an agreement on the Supermax, they have to do it before the start of the season proper, by the 21st, I suppose. And But if they are just going to go with something beneath that, then, then they can continue to uh, negotiate dur- during the season. So I, I don't know exactly what that means other than if that report we just heard is true, then Rudy is not asking for the Supermax. So, so I don't know whether it's critical whether it gets done before the season starts or not just it'd just be nice to put that thing to bed wouldn't it well we've talked about this a little bit before i i honestly believe that getting it right is more important uh, than getting it done fast and and in an ideal world gordon yeah i mean get it done uh, yesterday and but and i don't i don't know with, what the, I, what information do you think is going to come forward that would that would alter any of the talks uh, the Jazz already know what they know, right? And, and if Rudy, 
if Rudy's people are being reasonable and the Jazz are being reasonable, then it seems like reasonable people should be able to come to an agreement because the Jazz want Rudy Gobert. They do, but they don't want to screw up their finances completely and getting it done. But I, I that, <laughs> that's the tricky part. I mean, well, the, where, the, the, it, where, where's where's the golden number? I, yeah, I, the the tricky part is is everybody's definition of reasonable. <laughs> right, it could be very uh, could be very but very different. We all know Rudy is extremely valuable. I mean, nobody can argue that fact. But how so, much is the yeah. idea? You know, I and he heard uh, Windhorse there is uh, toward the end of the clip said, you know, anything less than the normal max uh, he doesn't think is is reasonable. So I, I don't know how far apart uh, the two sides are. I guess, you, Gordon, if they were close, it would have been done right now. So I'm guessing that the, the distance between two, the, the two is pretty substantial, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, until the deal is done, then, you know, you, you got to wonder. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I have talked to people about it, and I'm kind of getting stonewalled on it. Uh, oh, yeah, well, they're going to keep that buttoned up. There's no doubt about that. I have gone to the highest source. <laughs> Well, not the highest. In prayer? <laughs> I know. I, I, nothing celestial here. But uh, but I have asked. Uh, Seek and you shall find, Gordon. Reasonable <laughs> source. <laughs> I just, can you imagine me having a pipeline to the man upstairs? What would that look like, Austin? Uh, worse than the year 2020. <laughs> You don't think uh, you don't think the uh, the man upstairs would uh, would uh, communicate directly to me? Uh, nope. No, no chance. <laughs> None. Oh come on! You're selling me short. Well, you'd oh. have uh, much better sports opinions if it was true. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be they'd be downright divine. <laughs> how how would we do that? Do you have a sound effect for that? Do you have like a Hung, you know, some sort of what? some sort of heaven, heavenly music, like uh, bells ringing, or something that every time you know I get inspiration, I, I could we could play that before I actually, you know, profess the revelation. <laughs> that well, like or I, this? Yeah, like I said before, your your accuracy would improve. So, so you think it depends on which source I'm getting the information from could alter, but uh, yes, I have inquired at the highest terrestrial source and uh, was not able to get. What did Scotty uh, say? <laughs> uh, I asked my dog to go to the right bowl marked uh, with the dollar figures and. Even the dog was confused. No, I, I have responsibly inquired and have not uh, have not been told exactly what's going on there. But I sure hope they get it worked out because I think they got a good thing going. Was that your really long way of saying that they didn't tell you anything? And kind yes. of like self-bragging <laughs> about yourself in the process? Yeah. 
How? How did I brag about myself? I, what did I say that was uh, that, that was boastful? I've talked to the highest terrestrial powers. Uh, the highest existed. sources. And, uh, and, and I had my dog. And, uh, <laughs> and they told me nothing. I, I talked to the highest sources and they slammed the door on my face. And they said... <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> so there was a lot of there was a lot of build up there, a lot of build up there. <laughs> no delivery with with very it's little. It's kind of like a Taylor Swift semi truck story. <laughs> very similar. What? Uh, hey, did you see the the Taylor Swift trucks rolling down the road? No, you didn't. No, but if I did, I did. and thought it was pertinent to the show, I'd say. I once saw her semis on the road. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, Gordon. I saw all of her semis when she came to perform at the Who arena and never gave it a second thought. <laughs> Rolling down the road and saw Taylor Swift semi. How about that? I know, but when you're out in the middle of Timbuktu, how often do you see six red trucks rolling down the road? Say, hey, uh, it's not like I thought Taylor Swift was in the cab. Well, uh, considering that those trucks loop the country every year, your odds are actually probably pretty decent. (laughs) Again, for me, it wasn't whether or not you you bringing it up mattered. It was that it took six and a half minutes to tell the story. Yeah, to say I saw some trucks. (laughs) Go back and measure. Austin, go back and measure that story. Yeah, the trucks were rolling, and uh, the end of the story was Sam Bernardino. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, (laughs) We're here. So, okay, okay. Look, I know nothing. All right? I know nothing. Pull that. We're going to use that one. Uh, we're here at Built Bar. Check them out, builtbar.com, and uh, use the promo code ZONE. Uh, you can get lots of good extra goodies. But uh, Brenna joins us now. Now, before we, we, we get down to uh, the nuts and bolts of this thing, can you believe that my co-host thought uh, it was like a, a mint chocolate brownie broth? That... <laughs> it can be well, confusing. I, I, no, no, it can. It's broth. the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, I, I, see, I haven't tried the broth yet, but I have tried about seven or eight of the bars, different, each one different. Yeah. And so I thought, man, that would make a nice broth. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? The, the cookies and cream broth. Cookies and cream broth. <laughs> What would you make with that? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> can't funny. you just take one of the? Can't you take one of the bars and just like melt it into the boiling water and stir it up? And and again, use that for what? I mean, you're not like you're not cooking a roast in cookies and cream broth. <laughs> Are you gonna make like a? Protein bar brittle, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of it. Okay, out. good. You're nicer. Yeah. You are, you are nicer leave, than me. I'll, I'll leave the great ideas to you. I'm just, uh, all I can tell you is I enjoyed what I've eaten so far. Oh, good. What have you tried? What was your favorite? I like them all. That's the problem. I, I tried know. the orange. I tried the peanut butter. I tried the, uh, what else was in there? I think a caramel one. I, I tried... Uh, the mint one. I tried. I don't know. I just. I, I could, and, and my and my daughters are all into this stuff because they're all super. You're uh, talking to a fitness family. The Monty oh, family. Yeah, they're very they're, they're, they're very all fitness, fitness friendly. Yes, very. And they're yeah. and they're very conscious of what they eat. And oh. so you know, you should have seen when I got the box. I brought it in, and it was like a scramble. You know, I had to grab. I grabbed like seven of them before the rest of them got gobbled up. And uh, and then my wife said. Which one did you like the best? And I said, I can't decide. They're all good. I know. It's great when you get the mix box, too, because you can try every flavor. And there's 18 flavors, and then we have, you know, limited flavors like we do this month. 
very exciting, but they really are so good. I know a lot of the times we talk about the taste of how they just taste like a candy bar, but they really are fitness friendly with only four or five net carbs, you know, 17 grams of protein and like 130 calories, depending on what flavor you get. So I'm obsessed with them as well. Well, let me let me tell you this about me, because uh, I'm not obsessed with fitness <laughs> like the, the Monson family. But I am interested in getting nutrition quickly because uh, yeah. we are a very much on the go family. And I'll, I'll tell you, I have never once honest truth never once enjoyed a protein bar. i mean they're just I mean, they're yeah. just dreadful they really they're, are. they're they're just dreadful you have, and, to, you have to eat them not like you get to right, right? that i gotta choke this down i better totally. have a big thing of water because it, i'm gonna need it you <laughs> right, know like exactly. and and so i'll be honest with you on this i i've had johnny actually brought me a few uh, a couple of weeks ago and yeah. i went i went in with low expectations based on previous experience. <laughs> I know your uh, brain is like right. prepping you already like, this is going to be terrible, but I'll smile and say thank <laughs> right. you. But I was going into the studio. Yeah. I, I was going to get on the show and I hadn't eaten lunch and I was like, mm -hmm. well, here we go. And it's good. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. And I felt great. Good. I felt great afterwards. That makes so there's, happy. there's my little personal testimony. I love but it. But they are. They're great. They really are. I love the flavors because there's nine... Um, nut-free flavors if you have allergies in your home, and then nine flavors with nuts. So everyone, there's something for everyone. I mean, you can really find your favorite. And I love what, the what's your, what's your favorite? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am a peanut butter lover. So there's peanut oh. butter brownie, and there's good, peanut yeah. butter. And then I also love salted caramel and cherry Ooh. barcia. Ooh. I know. It's like we're talking about candy here, but we're talking about protein bars. I know. <laughs> I mean, what protein company has this many flavors? It's insane. Well, listen, go to BuiltBar.com and, and, and try it for yourself. I, I promise. They are absolutely uh, delicious. 100% uh, a game changer. So yeah. make sure and try it. BuiltBar.com. Promo code zone. Yep. And uh, you get all sorts of uh, extra little deals. Yes. Well, thank you, Brenna. Thank you for having us out here. We're thank really you. excited about it. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show live at Built Bar. Check them out, BuiltBar.com. Band of the day today is Justin Bieber, selected by Brenna here at Built Bar and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, check them out, LiveNation.com. Uh, Brenna thought her choice would be controversial, Gordon. Uh, why is that? Because uh, big burly men like our listeners uh, might not like Justin Bieber? I don't know. The, the, the Biebs feels a little divisive. Oh, well, I, I think younger, I think the younger guys uh, kind of are okay with Justin Bieber, aren't they? I don't so, know. Speaking uh, as a uh, unapologetic Creed fan, it's okay to like music that isn't always acceptably cool, even though it's really good music. I agree. I agree with you, Austin. Plus, he's, a, always, he's a, can, a good dancer, right? Wow. That is thing. Can, can we all agree that the dude is fairly talented? Yes. Mm -hmm. Look at I his think, eyes. I think Gordon needs to get some sort of uh, Bieber tattoo. Gordon, what do you think about a, like a like a Justin Bieber neck tattoo for you? I said that he was talented. I didn't say that I adored the man. How about Bieber believer? Right there across the neck. 
You know, the first time I heard of Justin Bieber, uh, when did he come on the scene, Austin? How long ago was that? He was like six years old on YouTube. Yeah. And so <laughs> he was long, 13. So when, Get your was facts that straight. Like, Sorry. Was that like in 2008 or something? I, I don't know, honestly. I could Google yeah. it, I suppose. Anyway, uh, uh, he uh, I've always Googled. When I first heard, <laughs> heard of him, he was just, yeah, he was a young squirt, you know, just a little guy and a uh, young guy. And uh, he's, uh, you know, he's been around a while now. So, you know, good for him. He was I'm signed in 2008. So. Okay, yeah. I don't know why, but but the, the, the nickname squirt makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> How about moist? Yeah, it's just one of those oh, words, stop. you know. It's just one of those words that just it just makes me it makes me uncomfortable. You so know? I don't I don't know exactly what it means, but when you say you know back when he was a squirt, I just you know what I shifted a little bit in my chair. Just makes me uneasy. Sounds like a Pepto Bismol ad. Huh? <laughs> Justin was born in 1994 and discovered at the age of 13 by Scooter. All right, there you go. That is Johnny Lightfoot. That is Johnny Lightfoot, our on-site engineer here at uh, Built Bar. And, of course, Hey, RJ, you see that on-off switch there? (laughs) Of the the music is. uh, Explain this to me. Uh, And maybe Johnny knows the answer to this, him being a a professional musician who has performed in front of crowds the size of, what, uh, two Rose Bowls combined. Uh, When a young artist comes along who's who's a guy... And the young, the girls like him. Does that mean that the guys of that same age aren't going to like him because they're jealous? Is that, is that a question for me? Yeah. No, not at all. A good song is a good song. It doesn't have to be gender specific, does it? In Gordon's world, no. it does. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, it's fun. I just wondered because it seems like some guys... You know, especially the young pop singers, sometimes they have a little something against them. See, this is what I meant by divisive, because here comes uh, Jim Stedman, our friend uh, on Twitter, uh, who interacts with us uh, all the time. He says, are you uh, kidding me? Bieber. Yeah, that's totally your demographic, fellas. (laughs) See? (laughs) Divisive. That's all I'm saying. Bieber's divisive. But, yeah, it's good times. We love hanging out here with Brenna at Bilt Bar, and so we like to let, uh, you know, guests on the show pick the band of the day from time to time. Has Jim ever sent you a positive tweet? (laughs) Because the answer to that is, no. No, he's, he's kind of a glasses half empty. And I guy. love him, yeah. honestly. I know I do too. Jim's been listening for a long time. I love the snark. All right, tonight, Gordon, 8 o'clock tip time, Jazz Clippers final preseason game uh, before things get going next week. And um, I wonder what we're going to see tonight. We saw really a lot of the, the main rotation for the Utah Jazz in game number two. I wonder what the rotation's going to look like in, in game three. I would guess they'll dial it back just a little bit dial it back or would they do it exactly the way they want it to replicate uh, the experience when the games count well I think they did that a little bit in game two I don't, I don't know rest you know Locke came on with us and, and talked about how you know NBA shape and it takes a minute and those sorts of things you know maybe you don't want to go at it full bore when you know you've got to go at it full bore the next week I don't know that's what I'm saying I'd be curious to see okay so answer me this do you think that these players uh, at the start of a season, and this one's unique and all that, I get it. But do you think they work harder in practice than they do in a preseason game? Or do you think the fact that it's 
quote-unquote a formal game really brings that much more energy because it's just the preseason. It doesn't even count. Um, I would guess it's fairly equal. Probably depends on who the head coach is, right? Because, yeah, because in practice sometimes you want to impress the coach. You want to get their attention. And I imagine some of the scrimmages they have are fairly spirited. Yeah, well, I, but a game is a game, you know, that that adds that extra that extra level. So I, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. I don't think NBA players often give 100% effort during the regular season. So, you know, <laughs> what does that say about the, the preseason? They're probably not going uh, full bore playoff intensity out there. But uh, that's that's not what you, uh, you would expect. I wonder if uh, some of the back of the roster guys will get a little more minutes because they're, they're still trying to make some d- difficult decisions on, on those players as well. I figure it'll be a lot like uh, game two. I, I don't uh, see a whole lot of changes, and I don't see them backing off because they have time between now and the first regular season game. So, yeah, get the kinks worked out. That's what you want. You want this thing to be smooth when it hits the floor. I don't well, there the weren't guys, a whole lot of – the, uh... the guys aren't tired, are they? Well, I mean, that's what Locke was talking about. They're not quite back into uh, to game shape, and he, he th- saw – uh, or what he described as fatigue there in in game number two. So, um, yeah, well, maybe really? maybe it is a thing. Is what do it, you mean, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I just, you know, come on. Well, all right. I just. Well, I mean. So what do you time? do? What do you do? Because if you're tired now, you're going to be tired when the games count. Well, that's why you have to work back into NBA. How many times have we heard the cliche from an injured player coming back saying, well, well he's got to get himself back into NBA shape. It's the same thing. Got to get yourself back into game shape. Why is that right. so hard to uh, to comprehend? I was thinking more of a: Are they refreshed? Are they fresh to play? Uh, as because I I didn't think guys really allowed themselves to get that far out of shape. I mean, you don't have a team full of Greg Oster tags, do you? Yeah, but I do believe there's a difference between. I mean, think of the rigor of an NBA season. I mean, that's it's pretty incredible, actually. They're playing yeah. all those all those basketball games and all those minutes, and it, it it probably has a really dramatic effect on your body that you could, it would be impossible to keep up in the regular or in the uh, in the off season. How many times up and down the floor do you think you would go before you got winded? Um, half. <laughs> half. <laughs> you get to the mid court well, line. I, I guess that would be a quarter, right? Because you said up and back. So yeah, I'd probably get to mid court and be like, you know what? I I could use a built bar right now. <laughs> I, I've had a lot of people fit into that category. Uh, built bar, man. built bar here. Uh, it Bring one out to the... me. I need a I need a little a little, a little pep. Coach, I need a this, blow. Uh... Let me out, please. I'm begging you. I really hustled from the baseline all the way up here to mid court. Struggling, struggling. Remember that uh, that in uh, in the movie Airplane when uh, Kareem is is uh, being told by the kid that his dad says that he he's lazy and he's dead get his butt up and down the floor. And, yeah, and he, you know, he, he doesn't want to hear that, man. And I I marvel. First of all, two things: basketball is one of the best sports for conditioning. I think. Uh, in fact, if I were a coach of a, of a different sport and I had extra time to have my guys uh, get conditioned, I think I would have them play a little basketball. Uh, it's great in that regard. It's demanding for sure. Um, but, but 
it is remarkable how these guys, how how they're able to move the way they are and find the energy to do what they do. I know they're paid a lot of money, and a lot of people like to look at that and say, oh, come on, you know, that's way too much money and all that. But what they do in games is, from a from a human standpoint, is just extraordinary. I mean, they're no bowlers, but, you know, pretty good. <laughs> Would I be a pro bowler? If, if I, uh, you know, were coaching a football team and I was uh, encouraging my players to, to play something else, I'd say, you know what, to keep your body in peak physical condition, we're going to need you to bowl at least 50 frames a week. <laughs> Would they have to polish off like an extra large pizza while doing so? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, that would be a requirement, uh, a pizza uh, a, and a pitcher of beer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how your team would do, Jake, if you were requiring that. You know. uh, but it's a fine sport, bowling. Very, <laughs> Are you a good bowler? No, I'm not. I'm okay. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll crack 100 every He's now no and pro again. bowler. <laughs> but, uh, if, I, if you went down, if I dragged you down to a bowling alley right now, uh, and I, I've done this with some of the guys before. I don't know if you were invited on that occasion or not. But anyway, remember, were you there when we went to the bowling alley that time? That time, just once? Yeah. Well, I've been to the bowling alley before. When the guys, when the guys from the station, some of the guys from the station went to a bowling alley, I just—I mean, if you just went down cold to 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 roll a game, what do you think your score would be? I'd be in the probably one to one ten range. I'm yeah, guessing. I I would guess around one twenty for me. Uh, but uh, I, I you know, I used to bowl a lot when I was a kid. But I'm certainly no polished bowler. That's for sure. Who is the best bowler? On on our staff, Lloyd. <laughs> uh, I have no clue. No, clue. Well, I bet Lloyd's a good bowler. He's just one of those crafty guys you, you got to watch out for. Coach Mike Sanford, line three. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Gordon. I don't know. It, you know, Hatch is a nat- natural athlete. He's probably <laughs> good at slinging that ball down the lane. Uh, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. We're live from Built Bar. Check them out, builtbar.com. And you can use promo code ZONE at checkout for some amazing deals. Uh, builtbar.com. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. on to the big show presented by big o tires stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Dang. Shout out to uh, Jeff on Twitter here. Welcome on back. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from Built Bar. Uh, Jeff just uh, sent in a tweet, Gordon, that said uh, he could give me lessons. And it's uh, a, a copy of his uh, bowling scorecard, whatever. He bowled three games on uh, October the 5th of this year. You ready for his scores? Yeah. 267, 300, right. and 300. Ooh. He wrote two perfect games? Yeah, after a 267. Hey, Austin, I'm looking at it right here, man. I don't know. I'll send you four straight perfect game cards if you want. He, uh, let's see, the only reason he didn't have a perfect game in the first game, in the ninth frame, he rolled an eight and a spare. 
in the tenth frame, a nine, a spare, and a strike. Wow, impressive. That's a fine bowler right there. Shout out and to Jeff. How many home runs did he hit in softball last season? Oh, but his uh, his okay now his Twitter handle uh, Austin is da bola three hundred. <laughs> just giving you, him a little uh, a little uh, shine here because you you, you don't have we're reading Twitter. our listeners uh, trading card stats now. On you bowling, don't have so. a, a a handle like da bola three hundred if you're not uh, <laughs> if you're not rolling three hundreds. You know what I mean? All right, all right, all right. You should get Jeff on tour. Get him down to Reno for the for the U.S. Open. Maybe so the get, four and a half minutes of bowling stats talk wasn't enough last segment, huh? No, I got to no, tell no. you that one time uh, they had the national convention bowling competition here in Salt Lake City. I remember that. It was over, it was over at the Salt Palace, remember? And they set up all those lanes. And so I went over there one night when they were, uh, you know, and I just met one of the teams. They were from Michigan. And so I just hung out with them that night while they, uh, you know, rolled, rolled away. And uh, we were by the end of the night, we were carrying on, having great conversations. It was fun, man. Those 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 are those are our kind of people. Yeah. Real quick, uh, on a serious note, there is some breaking news. Adrian Wojnarowski had a tweet just uh, a few minutes ago, Gordon, talking about uh, – well, I'll just read from him. He says, sources, among items NBA Board of Governors are expected to approve in meeting this afternoon, Ryan Smith's purchase of Utah Jazz, expanding active rosters to 15 on game nights, and permanently adopting coaching uh, challenge and amending several trade rules. So uh, obviously the big one there, uh, gov- the Board of Governors expected to approve the purchase purchase of the utah jazz today so very exciting stuff that is exciting and uh yeah this is gonna be smooth sailing i mean uh, why wouldn't you want that guy as part of your your association it would seem so uh gordon i've been in uh, a couple meetings uh, virtually of course uh with him throughout all of this uh, just kind of uh, introduction type of stuff and uh, he's got a lot of energy he's he seems really sharp and he certainly has that passion for the franchise that uh that I think uh, a lot of uh, jazz fans want to see in an owner. And, and the Miller certainly had it, and uh, it would appear that Ryan Smith uh, is similar. So very exciting stuff. Yep, there are some similarities there, um, especially from a standpoint, a, a, a sort of a foundational standpoint of what you believe in as, as far as building a team and the kind of character you want on your team. And I, I think that resonates with jazz fans here. There is... Wouldn't you say this, Jake, that, yeah, Jazz fans are just like fans anywhere. They want to win. They want to win games. They want to win championships, you know. But but I think the thing that is impresses them just amongst the list of other attributes players can have, the guys go out there on the floor and hustle their butts off. Jazz fans have always adored those kinds of players. And, you know, not every player is built that way, not even great players. I mean, you and I have had these conversations going on with James Harden uh, about him all week long. Uh, That's not the attitude toward the game that I think jazz fans crave. All right, Gordon, we're going to. Is that a fair statement? 
Yes, yeah, I think so. Uh, we're going to talk to Big T, Thurl Bailey, coming up uh, in the next segment uh, at 4 o'clock. Our friend Sam Amick is going to jump on with us. Boy, Sam has been busy reporting a bunch of stuff. Excited to talk to him about what's going on with the Rockets because he's, he's covered that extensively. So Sam will join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. But we, we are here at Built Bar. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com. Brenna is joining us uh, once again. And, and Brenna, your, your selection of the Beebs was not as controversial as you worried. Oh, I, I think there's some... Some believers. There are some there. believers on the yeah, network. I there love are. It. They're, they're good, good with it. We only got one angry tweet. That's all. Jim, oh. <laughs> Jim didn't like it, but you know he'll he'll deal he with it. He can't please everyone. He'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about let's talk about not only Built Bar, but let's talk about some of the other uh, things. I mean, uh, really, this is you just sat the down. Uh, oh no. <laughs> well, let's talk about the the boost gel. <laughs> That's Let's talk about what you, what you want to talk Lock about. How about key. that? Wow. <laughs> I just blew that. Dump that, Austin. No, that's okay. Look at that. I'm, I'm just breaking trade secrets. What should we talk about, Brenna? We have the Innovation Lab, and you probably saw it in the Innovation Lab. I, uh, yeah, so they're exactly. always working on new stuff I back there. No idea. Speaking <clears throat> of innovation, we are celebrating 12 days of Christmas with our white chocolate bites. Super, super exciting. White chocolate was very high demand over Black Friday. Okay. So we listened to the consumers and we made them in bites. So you can get white chocolate cookies and cream and white chocolate sea salt caramel, white chocolate cherry sundae, and white chocolate coconut deluxe. So the bites are a fun size of the protein bar. Like, you know, the fun size of yeah, a candy yeah. bar. So they're just a little fun size protein bite when you just are on the go, hurry. I love them. They call my my tantrum children in the backseat. Oh, yeah? They're like, I want candy, a fruit snack. And they're, they're throwing things at me. I'm like, here's your candy. And, and you don't have to feel guilty it. about that, no, right? because they're getting their protein and it's made with real chocolate. So it fools them into thinking that they're getting a treat because um, it tastes amazing. So yeah. I love it. The bites are, are on the website as well. And you have a killer code for all the listeners. They can get the bites, the bar if they want to get a box. And my favorite we talked about was the Boost Immune Plus, which they came out with a couple of days or last week, um, which has the added zinc in it, the echinacea. Wow. Um, That's more important than ever these daily days. Daily vitamins. Right. Everyone's so concerned, you know, with COVID and flu season and People are going to be gathering with their families. They want to be um, tip-top shape yeah. with your immune system. No so doubt. your Boost Immune Plus is just a drink mix in. So there's lots of great products on the website that they can take advantage of, especially with the deal that you guys have for Promo them. code zone. Promo code zone. That's BuiltBar.com. Thank you, Brenna. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.